You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every afternoon on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. We have a fun-filled podcast for you today, and it's all brought to you in part by Blue Chew. And they're making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets combine all, combine all forms of ED and help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. Blue Chew's medical license providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. So if you feel like you could benefit from extra confidence when in the bedroom and when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've also got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free at bluechew.com using promo code locked on at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's right. It's bluechew.com. Use promo code locked on to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Now we know that Arkansas is in the Sweet 16 and how is very exciting and the energy is about as high as you could possibly have it when it comes to Razorback athletics, especially dealing with the basketball team. And we're going to talk more about that as we welcome in a very special guest here on the podcast. It's Hayden Valgavy, who covers all Razorbacks, pretty much all sports for THV 11 down here in Little Rock and also uh, a partner of the podcast. We appreciate him posting up this podcast on the THV 11 website. So Hayden, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Good to good to be here, partner. It's, it's great to yeah. be partners. How about it, man? It's, it's good I know. stuff. I know. It's it's great because it's perfect timing because normally, you know, around this time of year, you know, not to say that baseball isn't exciting because it is, but with spring practice going on, that's usually what people like to talk about during springtime. Uh, baseball's kind of there, but it's just nice to actually have basketball being relevant in late March. They haven't been relevant in late March in quite some time. So it makes the not only the podcast, but I'm sure it makes y'all's job at THV and all the things you guys do uh, a lot more fun and uh, gives you a lot more content to cover, too. Oh, my God, man. Without question. There's been times, especially in the past, there was that one random year uh, where DVH and, and the Diamond Hawks had a terrible year. Was it 16? I think when they didn't go to the postseason and it was just dead. Yep. And, and especially a year ago now, man, I'm watching paint dry with my wife as we're redoing our house. There's nothing on, there's nothing to talk about. It sucks. It's awful. And now, man, it is just, it's an overflow. What did, what did Nolan Richardson say when he got inducted in the hall? My cup runneth over. Let me tell you, brother, it is, it's so great to have all this content, talk about the basketball team every day. Diamond Hogs are playing Memphis right now. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, I'm not taking it for granted, man. It is so nice to have all this stuff to talk about, tweet about, be involved in. Uh, it's it is a beautiful time to be in local television. Yeah, and with the Razorback basketball team making it back to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 1996, it's almost like in rare form that we see people because I, I've always thought that you know in football this and I look at it from this millennium, but in football you had Arkansas go to the SEC title game twice, you had them go to a BCS bowl game in the Sugar Bowl, you had them play in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, in baseball, College World Series, it uh, just seems like it happens every other year pretty much for Razorback baseball. But now with basketball, this is the first time this millennium where you've actually had legitimate excitement about what's happened on the court. Because I think like we had some callers on my show today talk about how this is the most excited that they've been 
since probably the national championship team. And I think the reason that is, is because people were excited when Mike Anderson got hired. Like people were excited when uh, Arkansas got into the tournament as a five C like they were excited, but they were just excited about the hope that was in it and the hope that could be something great. Now there's not just hope. It's real. It's actually here. It's actually arrived. And Razorback fans are actually seeing it unfold before their eyes instead of just constantly hoping that it happens at some point. I got to tell you, man, it's really, it's so interesting too, is, is you're from here. I'm from here and seeing people it man get getting coffee getting food there's just an extra pep at everyone's step too and saturday night you know i know you're in indianapolis back here in little rock um i was out with a buddy of mine um and, and this is this is a true story too he, you know he he's my best friend in the world i love him to death and i was fortunate enough where we could watch the game together and yeah unfortunately man he lost his dad uh this year and his dad was the biggest Razorback fan of the world. He could, it was hard to watch games sometimes, but they were kind of talking about um, he passed away in a car accident back in October. But um, before the season, when all the recruits, the freshmen got in and uh, not to, you know, not to bring everything down, but we just had a long conversation Saturday night. He said, man, he goes, that win Saturday night over Texas Tech meant so much to so many people. And it felt like, no, it's not 94. They didn't win a national title, but that year and just being surrounded by, you know, everybody you talk to and you're around and you talk to them, it is just that win Saturday night felt like a game changing, a, a program defining something different. Like it just felt completely different and it felt unbelievable uh, to sort of uh, be a part of it. And it, it, it meant a lot to a lot of people. It, it, and even me too, I try to separate the fandom from, from being a, you know, a quote unquote reporter anchor, but man, it, a lot of people in my family and friends got choked up Saturday night. That thing, when that when that layup didn't go in, and they stormed the court and muscled it just to see that. I mean, it, I you you could just feel it, and it meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, the emotion of it, I think, was being had by almost everybody. And you know, you mentioned you. Yeah, you can go ahead and try to separate the fandom and the media. <laughs> I, I, don't at I all. try. I, I, yeah, I know you do, and I respect that. But I just I I gave up on that a long time ago. I'm like, I can't do this. But, uh, but yeah, like when being in there in Indianapolis and seeing how it all went down in the way that it went down, I I even got like emotional just at the end of it because you know we have seen so many tries and so many promises and so many aspects where it's people said, okay, this will be the year. Maybe this will be the time, but. This was entering into, I think it was also the fact that entering into the tournament, the expectation was there. They were a three seed. They were the highest seed they've been since the mid-90s. And the fact is, is that you had a team that seemed like at getting to the Sweet 16 was not out of the realm of possibility. Like Even that Bobby Portis, Michael Falls year, when Arkansas won in round one, they still had to face North Carolina the next round. Right. And they were, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, North Carolina was a four seed and Arkansas was a five seed. Mm -hmm. So, like, you kind of felt, okay, even then you're probably not going to win that one. But the, but the expectation was getting to the Sweet 16 because of the matchup. And the fact that you had the expectation, you went into the tournament with that expectation, and now you actually got what you expected. That's different for Arkansas fans because it normally doesn't go that way for them. Oh, it my God. Yeah, it ends up being something like, <laughs> oh, we got these high expectations. We can't wait till the hogs are going to hog and screw it all up for all of us. But that this time, it did not happen that way. 
I don't know how many flashbacks you had, but it, the first half of the Cornell game last week, I'm having instant flashbacks to being in junior high school in Cabot and that Bucknell game. And I'm going, why do I even do this? And I was 14 years old at the time. And I'm thinking, why do I even root for this team? Why do I even keep up with it? Because you care and you get those expectations. You're thinking, okay, this is the year. And again, you said it too. You, you talk about high expectations and not being able to meet them. They dropped that game against Bucknell. What, that was 2000. Five, 2006, I think. Six, yeah, 2006. And then again, you talk about that that Bobby Portis team. And then especially just a few years ago with Dusty and those guys, and, and they're three minutes away from knocking off North Carolina. And you, you, you almost don't let your mind go there. And then at that three-minute mark, I let my mind go there. And I'm like, they're going to win. They're going to beat North Carolina. They're taking down the one seed. And, of course, it doesn't end up happening. But I just – you felt that Saturday. You felt all those years of history. And I put this on Facebook, and I got a lot of responses from good buddies. And, you know, 94, dude, they won that title. I was three years old. I don't remember any of that. I don't have any knowledge, any recollection of being and enjoying that success. Like, Saturday night was for – us that was for our generation that was for i've got two brothers younger than me that was for them they don't remember anything along the lines of huge success and going to the sweet 16 so that was just such a special moment and then it's almost at what point do we turn the page of like i mean for me and people i'm talking to now that and i don't want to overlook oral roberts it's like okay are you going to be disappointed if they don't go to the elite eight if they lose saturday is this now unsuccessful i don't think so i think I think now you're playing with house money. We'll talk about that here in just a second and continue our discussion with Hayden Balgavy of THB 11. But first, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. That is Built Bar Madness. And if you go to builtbar.com or go to built or bar underscore built on Twitter, Remember to use that promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. You do that, you can see on the today's matchup on who will be the best tasting Built Bar. Again, if you go to BuiltBar.com, LOCKED15, 50% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. So, Hayden, the fact is, is that now we look towards Oral Roberts, the Sweet 16 matchup, and this is a very unusual uh, setup, not only for Arkansas, but just for any team where not only are they facing a 15 seed in the Sweet 16, but they're facing a, a 15 seed that they already faced in the regular season and won. And that doesn't happen very often. And you mentioned something about the expectation. I've kind of gotten to the point now because of the ever-evolving and ever-changing expectation, I felt like Arkansas getting into the Sweet 16 this year was would be satisfying, which it is. But now that they're facing Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16 matchup, it's become, if they don't make it to the Elite Eight, I'm going to be a little disappointed because they, you should be able to beat this team. You're a better basketball team, but we know it's a tournament. Anything can happen, but I just feel like, I will be disappointed if this team does not make the Elite Eight because of Oral Roberts being their Sweet 16 matchup. 
I will also be very disappointed because we have booked some hotel rooms. So <laughs> yeah. it, I would be financially disappointed too, but I, I think you're right. I think if you're playing anybody else but Oral Roberts, if you're meeting Ohio State like everybody thought they would and you lose that ball game, okay, you can live with that situation too. But now that you've already beaten Oral Roberts, and, and again, we've everyone has talked about these two guards. You know, you talk about uh, Abner, uh, the way he could shoot the ball, how he's lightning quick. He can score both these two guards. I think he's averaging like 25. I just looked it up. O'Banner, he's averaging 19 points a game. Now, these dudes could go off. Do I think they'll go off? No, because it, I, I've tried to rewatch these games on YouTube and do this and do that. Like, if Arkansas wins, you're right. I personally would be disappointed. I think the fans would be disappointed. I think they'll be grateful for the win over Texas Tech. But now, how – I think the win has been enjoyed since Saturday night. Now it's really transitioning to ORU. When you're a double-digit favorite to go to the Elite Eight, I think Vegas had him at an 11-point favorite last check. And with muscle in the preparation, it's not like – I think Florida got a little surprised because you don't have any preparation. They didn't do a lot of prep for Oral Roberts. I think they got a little shell-shocked that, what, 48-hour turnover you have in between ball games. Eric Musselman has had almost a full calendar week to get ready for this ball game. I just cannot see this team being unprepared or not ready for what Oral Roberts can bring to the table. I just cannot see that. For me, it would be shocking. I guess not overly shocking. They beat Ohio State, who had a terrible ball game, and then Florida, who let's be honest, Florida really wasn't that good all year long. So I would be I would be very very shocked if they did not win that ball game Saturday night. Yeah, I would be too. I honestly would. And it's it just because, again, the the reasons you mentioned and, and the coaching regard, you know, it's funny because of the whole Todd Furman thing, talking about, oh, you know, Chris Beard, he, he'd be licking his chops looking at Eric Musselman. And, you know, I would nothing against, uh, you know, Oral Roberts or anything like that, but it just feels like Eric Musselman, without a doubt, has the coaching advantage in this. And uh, you could even make the argument he had the coaching advantage against Chris Beard. But Still, you just have somebody with Musk that you he know that he's going to be prepared. You know that he's going to have his team ready, and you know that he's going to try to exploit things from Oral Roberts and you know in ways that maybe Mike White couldn't at Florida when they played Oral Roberts. So that I have a lot of confidence in it, and that's the thing that makes this ride so much fun. Is because if I would have told you that the Sweet Sixteen, you'd make it to the Sweet Sixteen, and in that Sweet Sixteen game, you'd play Oral Roberts everybody would just be like, oh, yeah, sign us up for that. I mean, you could not have a better situation in a Sweet 16 game than what Arkansas has right now. Because if you think about all these other teams in the Sweet 16 right now, must uh, be higher seeds, a lot of them are facing off against opponents that are just as good as them, if not in some cases better. Arkansas is facing a 15 seed. I, I mean, you could not have put it together any better than that. And this is why I feel like Arkansas is just going to take care of business in a major way is because they played them. They know how good they are. They know that they were down by 10 at halftime to this team. Like they know all those things and they're not going to let this slip by, especially in the fact that Jalen Williams didn't even play in that game. The first time they played Devo Davis was playing like nine minutes in that game. So I looked at those, that. It's funny you mentioned that because I was looking at Devo and at the, I think he played seven, eight, nine minutes and he had one shot attempt and that was it. I, I mean, and that was it. It's a completely different team. Oral Roberts, yeah. too, for that matter. But that's a huge point. Yeah. And especially the fact that, like, you know, the way that they have contributed, especially against Texas Tech, like Jalen Williams didn't score a lot, but his rebounding and his uh, efficiency defensively and all that, like, it was so much needed. So, like, I, now I look at this as, okay, 
both teams are playing better than what they were. Of course, that's true. And there's no doubt that Oral Roberts deserves to be in the position they're in because they beat Ohio State and Florida. They deserve that. But to me, Arkansas is playing and as good as anybody in the country because in the past two and a half months, they've lost two games. And one of them being against Oklahoma State at, on, on the road where they only watched by four points and play here or there, it makes the difference. And the other one was to LSU when you didn't have Jalen Williams in the SEC tournament. Like those are the only games you have lost. And so I, I can't imagine that they're going to lose to Oklahoma State because of Cade Cunningham and barely on the road, lose to LSU because they don't have one of their better players inside. And then they're going to lose to Oral Roberts when they have full health, when they have full depth, when they have uh, no star player. I mean, they, nothing against Admus, but he's, he's not a Cade Cunningham. He's not an NBA lottery pick. So I just have a hard time believing that Arkansas is going to lose based solely on those facts. I mean, if, if I was at – Oaklawn Park on Saturday night, I would I would feel comfortable putting a little, let's just say a little wager down uh, on the Hogs. Like I, I it's it's tough because I don't I don't want to buy in. I don't want to say Arkansas is going to roll in this ball game. I don't. But like, it's not just a gut feeling. I'm looking at the statistics and I'm going everything and my fiber is telling me that Arkansas is going to win this ball game by 20 to 25 points. It's just the momentum. It's the way they're playing and. It's. I only don't want to. Almost don't even want to put that out there. I don't want to be the guy from Channel Eleven who jinxed this team and had them losing the Sweet Sixteen to Oral Roberts. But you're right, and I'm sorry. For me, and the biggest thing too. I'm going to go back to this. The biggest thing is that Eric Musselman has a week to get ready for this team, and that is the biggest thing for me. There is no way, shape, or form this team is not going to be prepared for this ball game. And that, I think that's just going to be the deciding factor. Oral Roberts could could jump out, but that's the best part about that Colgate game. They were getting rocked by Colgate the first 10 to 12 minutes of that ball game, down 14 points. All he's got to do is say, well, you did it a week ago. And and I everyone was talking about Colgate being, being this three-point shooting team. They had more three-point shooters than Oral Roberts does. So you've already taken your best punch from a 14 seed. You survived that epic battle against Texas Tech. I mean – I, I just – I like their chances Saturday night. <laughs> we'll continue our discussion with Hayden Balgavy of THB11 here in just a second. But Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, it's the way to do it at betonline.ag. We got college basketball in the thick of things when it comes to March Madness and the NCAA tournament. And at Bet Online, you get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online also has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and is the best place to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. That's 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, Hayden, something that you discussed that I also thought was funny is how this team gets down double digits in every game, it seems like, and comes back. They did it against Colgate. They did it against Texas Tech. We've seen them do it all season long. Why is that? Why does that happen? I mean, it's great that they're winning, and it's great that they can come back, but at some point in time, it gets kind of old where it's like, Stop, stop. Why, why do you always do these things and have to come back from behind? Why can't you just control the game the whole time? It, it's just, it's not frustrating because you win, but it's still scary and it puts a lot of added stress when 
you're always down double digits and you're always having to find ways to claw back. You know, it would be such a stress release if they could just take care of business on Saturday. That would be nice. But, you know, I think it takes them five to ten minutes to figure out whose game it's going to be. Because I, you go back to the SEC tournament where Moses, he has just got nothing going on, and all of a sudden Note decides, all right, it's my game to jack up 35-foot threes. And he starts hitting them, and he builds, and they're able to beat Missouri. Then in the LSU game, they lose that ball game, unfortunately for them, but Moses is able to take over. And I really think – and what's so funny is, is it feels like uh, Devo Davis to me feels like Matt Cronin. He feels like Matt Cronin coming out of the pen. It's like, you know what? We need some dude who's just going to light it up and turn this thing around. And if we, if we need the scoring to stop, say we cannot give up a run or a bucket in basketball, we're going to go to Devo and Devo is going to go, I gotcha. And he is going to get on whether it's Matt McClung or whoever, or whether it's, you know, these two guards from Oral Roberts on Saturday night, he is going to get in a dude's face and he will not let you get anything. And as soon as he created that little run, it's, it's, it's just, it, it's always him. It's always him sparking something, whether it's a, a steal and a bucket coast to coast, and then another steal or a pull up little jumper he's got. It just seems like he is always able to get it. And then as soon as Devo provides that spark, they're off and running. I don't know why they can't do that out of the jump. Or, you know, and the sad thing is, is the recently, except for Texas Tech, it was because it was honest to God because Connor Vanover could not give them anything in the first five minutes of the ball game defensively. And, and Connor has been really good at times this season. I love watching him play. I love covering him in high school, but he, he got exposed. And so Muss had to make adjustments and, and to the point of like, man, I can't, I can't play against Texas Tech. And that's unfortunate, but luckily they have Jalen right there who is back. But I think those slow starts too were, where Musselman going, all right, we're going to stay with Connor. We're going to stay with Connor. And it just didn't work out in those early minutes. And they had to battle back. Yeah. I, I feel like that, that's been the biggest change is just having a, a different lineup in there. And, you know, if Connor Vanover would have started against Texas tech, uh, I, I just don't think it would have gone well. I mean, he's just not that he's not that player and that's fine. They don't need him to be that player because they got other options, but that's why I feel like right now, it's the time to just continue to really feed Justin Smith and Jalen Williams as much as possible, really get those guys involved as much as possible and have those guys be your inside presence. And you can throw in Connor Van over if you need some relief or whatever it may be. But now since it's tournament time, it's like, there's no going back. There's no second chances. It's all, this is it. You either lose and go home or you win in advance and you can't afford to just keep trying things. You, you know, you can't afford that. And I think Musk understood that. And I think that's why, he played – it didn't even play Connor Vanover against Texas Tech. He's like, even if he does play well, like even if Connor Vanover does, does play well, he's still not going to be as good as having Jalen Williams or Justin Smith in there. Like, he's just not. So, I think that it was a smart decision on his part to to switch it up a little bit. And so, that's, that's why I feel like they'll be uh, pretty good against Oral Roberts. So, before we close up shop here, let's go ahead – uh, what do you predict in this game against Oral Roberts? Do you feel Arkansas wins? Do they win easily? Who's going to be the key player? What's all that fun stuff about? Um, I, I think Oral Roberts is going to keep this ballgame close for a limited amount of time. I, you know, I think the shots will fall every now and then. But the defense, and if they can continue to extend them beyond the three-point line, the heat and that momentum of being a 15th seed, history shows, statistics shows, it's just not going to carry over. I don't think – that especially O'Banner and these guys are going to be able to continue that momentum. I think they've ridden high. It's been a great run for them. 
if this is me, not with my heart, but with my head, I think Arkansas wins this ball game by 20 points. I, I think they take care of business. I think they're focused, laser focused. Eric Musselman with the preparation. The defense is going to step up, especially with the rotation. Maybe even Connor gets a little confidence at the tail end of this ball game and is able to get in there. So if it was up to me, I would take Arkansas. I like them 77-58. I think it's a comfortable win. Uh, I, I was looking at something today. It's like Florida Gulf Coast is one of the last 15 seeds, I think, to get to the Sweet 16. And it's just the, that difference in not only athletes, but in scheming and game planning, it gets exposed in the Sweet 16. So I think Arkansas wins this ball game 19, 20 points. I'm with you. I, I think it's blowout city. I think the fact that Devo Davis and Jalen Williams did not really play much at all uh, in the first game is a, an advantage to Arkansas. And the fact that, you know, like Desi Sills was an important factor in that game against them the first time. And Desi Sills, I hadn't played much at all because they haven't, he needed him. So it's just two different teams now. I get it. But Arkansas is playing at, as about as high of a level as you could ask for from anybody at this point. So yeah, I think Arkansas wins by at least 20 points. I think they really shut them down, and I think they really get going, and then they move on to the Elite Eight. And, you know, it's probably more than likely going to be Baylor, which is not going to be an easy matchup, but, you know, that's just something that uh, we're going to have to cross that bridge when we get there. We can't get too crazy with it just yet. But I think it's an easy win. I think Arkansas takes care of business, and I think Arkansas moves on to the Elite Eight. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. And also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.